How much of a horse whisperer are you? <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> well, well, I think both of us would say we're neither one of us horse whisperers. We're horse caretakers. Uh, we, uh, but um, basically, we spend a lot of time trying to not so much whisper to the horses, but listen to them, right? Um, horses have this wisdom from the 50 million years they've spent on the planet. And so essentially, if you listen to them and watch them and follow their lead, they will give you so many good clues about how to live a life that's peaceful and fulfilled and uh, with less anxiety and what have you, because they are, horses are extremely wise. They all carry all of that wisdom for millions of years. So we don't so much whisper horse to horses as have the horses whisper to us. And because they have to live in a modern human world and in our case, full of logging trucks and things, we try to say, look, can you, can you listen to us for a second? Because we do have to put this, this uh, halter on you or this lead line on you so that we can keep you safe, right? And so we spend more time, I think, working with horses. And I think we do a reasonably decent job. I also have worked with a couple Mustangs that we've, we've uh, tamed from um, uh, adoption from the BLM, right? From the Bureau of Land Management on the US side. Uh, to be able to ride and so forth. But it's always with a sense of the horse doesn't have to do this or shouldn't have to do this. And if I ask something, the other day I was telling Darcy, we were overworking with um, a Mustang horse um, that is with, stays with a friend of mine, but is, is what you would call my horse. But I always think of myself as a caretaker, not an owner, but this horse is, and I are particularly bonded. And I was riding her a little bit. And then Nair uh, said, what are you doing now? I said, well, it's a trade-off. You know, she knows that if she lets me have a ride, that I will also do her, um, her butt scratches. She likes to have her behind scratched and groomed and her tail all groomed out and everything. And so after she uh, lets me ride, then I also do something that is, that is nice for her. So we try to make it a back and forth relationship all the time, right? And listen yeah. a lot to what the horse says. Okay, Dars. Okay, like uh, the horse never does anything wrong. The horse does what a horse does for itself. That's all right, okay? And uh, the, the thing about our culture is we approach everything with understanding. Anything that we understand, anything that our clan systems are based on, we understand the characteristics of a muskrat, which I am, which picks medicines and stuff like that is part of the legend story. It's the same thing with a horse. You know, when you study a horse, everybody likes to think that we are the trainers. In actual reality, the horse is doing all the training. And it's basically a natural, it's natural ability. So when you start learning to understand the behavior of a horse, it could teach you a lot about who you are. Basically, they mirror your feelings. If you're feeling angry, the horse feels that, that anger too. So it reacts and behaves at, in such a manner because it's cooing in on how you're feeling. You can hide your feelings from me, but you can't hide them from a horse. And it's really good with autistic children too when they're hyperactive and everything like that. The horse becomes hyperactive 
And then they wonder why the horse is acting like that. And I will tell them, well, it's because you are so. One of the things that I teach right off the hop is uh, safety with horses, but they also mirror your feelings. So when you're working with a horse, you got to learn to take deep breaths and relax and just watch the horse. Learn to understand the horse's behavior. Learn to understand the fact that the horse is more afraid of you because most people are intimidated by horses because it's such a big animal. It never wants to hurt you. Once they start learning to understand the behavior of a horse and the, the psychological makeup of a horse, then people start um, uh, are not are not so afraid of working with horses anymore because of that simple reason. And that's an approach that we take as traditionalists, where we go for understanding whatever it is that we're going. If you're afraid, the horse is afraid. So what you want to do, and this happens between the herd too. And I keep, and, I, and so when I work with you, that's what I tell them right away. Breathe and relax, breathe and relax. Don't pay attention to the horse, kind of walk alongside the horse, not directly at it because it looks, it, it, they feel the aggression, right? But if you walk and you take a look, all of a sudden there's a horse standing there. You say, oh, hello, Mr. Horse, you know? Then it breaks it breaks the tension there, right? But first, you tell them all these simple, basic facts about horse behavior, which basically takes away the fear. Because what we fear, we normally condemn. What we condemn, we you know, we what we fear, we tend to condemn. You know, it's a process of racism, also. But when we go with understanding, then you begin to understand why the horse is behaving that way. It has largely a lot to do with the way that you are feeling. And so these are the first approaches that I, I, I teach when I, when I work with youth and not just youth, but with people, right? Most of the time, we're not really training the horse. We're actually training the people. <laughs> so, so they learn to understand the behavior of a horse, right? So they're not so intimidated or afraid of it. Once they understand that, I had, like I said, I had a, I had a, um, just yesterday, I had a child come in there into the round pen when we were doing our presentation at the college and they were so afraid they walked behind us when we had two chairs in the round pen by the end of the by the end of the few minutes that he was actually in there the guy was bending down the young youth was bending down on his knees feeding the horse but it wasn't until he understood that you know and i couldn't get him out of the round pen because i wanted the other kids to come in and have an experience with that but initially that's the way they start is they fear because they don't understand it but once they understand the behavior of a horse then that it just becomes a natural, you know, they start feeling comfortable, they're not afraid anymore. And then next thing you know, they're actually working with the horse. And, you know, and I usually let them take it from there so they can experience because technically the horse is training, not me. So as far as uh, horse whisper is concerned. <laughs>